Make your mind fertile ground for the seeds of opportunity. I have now done over $100 million in real estate transactions over the last 10 years and counting, going from a real teen mom with one daughter at the time, wholesaling and door knocking residential pre-foreclosure properties, to now national real estate investor with five children and four businesses, buying and selling residential and commercial properties. And I want you to do the same. So let's do it. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Real Tea Talks with Tai podcast show. I am your host, Tai. That's T I Y E. I, like usual, am super excited today because so much is going on and busy for me, at least in my world, means good. Good business, good vibes, good family, good problems to have to solve, to creatively think through, all that good stuff. So today, with an experience that I had in regards to just providing more value than you get paid for, that's kind of been the theme of my week of my life in business because I am a huge supporter of the perception that you should be providing more value to your potential prospects, leads, clients, existing database, as well as future clients, more value than what they actually pay for. Now, it doesn't always have to mean pay for in the sense of with their monetary exchange, exchange of money, but also with their time, right? If they're giving you their time and attention to hear what you have to say, then you better make sure what you have to say is on point, right? So today I want to talk to you guys about that same theme, following along with that same theme in regards to providing more value than what your client is actually paying for or even expecting, right? Now, there is this whole stigma right now, but it comes in kind of waves and it ebbs and flows just like the market sometimes where sellers are a little disgruntled with just everything and everyone. And they feel like they need to preserve more of their capital. And one of the biggest ways to do so if they're trying to sell a property is to try and sell that property themselves. Okay, so the theme of today is, again, how to provide more value than what your client actually is paying for. We're talking specifically today about homeowners that are looking to sell their property without a realtor just so that they can be able to preserve capital, right? If they tell you that when you are over the phone, then that's something you have to deal with. Well, we're going to deal with that and we're going to learn how to deal with that because it doesn't mean that you can't help them, right? You can provide value for the time they did lend an ear to you by educating them and selling them on education, right? Even in that moment. So today we're going to talk about tips on how to sell your house fast. If it's your house because you have it under contract and you're not the actual owner, but you're the contract holder on the property, or if you're the actual owner of the property and hey, you are a homeowner looking to sell your house right now, but not looking forward to 6% commissions that you would otherwise traditionally have to pay. No matter what the scenario is, we are talking about that today. So out of today's takeaways, I want you guys to understand number one, always, always provide more value than what your client is paying for. 
Number two, I want you to always be service-based, right? But value-orientated, right? You want to sell information more than a product or the service. And at the core of what you sell, it is the service. Because let's face it, if your prospect is going to go with you, they are buying into you, right? They can't get you down the street. They can get, you know, Susie, Sally, John, Tanya, you know, LaToya down the street, but they can't get you. There's no duplicate. Even if you have a twin, even twins have differences, okay? And number three, I want to share with you guys the tips on how to sell your house fast. And this is what you can be conveying to your prospects in regards to that objection that you may be hearing about, um, oh, you know, I'm just going to sell it on my own, which is the FISBO sales, right? The for sale by owners. So let's get to it. Now, as you guys know, usually when homeowners want to sell their house fast, then their first instinct really points towards getting a realtor because traditionally they believe this is just, you know, the, the standard process. But they also believe that the process of selling the property is complicated, right? They have this kind of mixed reality. However, it is true, in fact, that you can sell your house without a realtor if you even just understand the absolute bare minimums, the basics. So this is also a great step to take if you're even not a homeowner or and not a seller that's in a distress situation and selling because of urgency, or you know you don't know what to do with an inherited property such as probate in estate sales, right? So if you're ready to actually give this a try in regards to teaching homeowners how to sell their properties fast without a realtor, well, I want to share with you guys some tips and tricks on how to do just that, okay? And what my hope is, is that you really retain these and then educate your prospects when they give you this objection. Because more often than not, just like what happened to us in our business even this week, is that we've had a few different homeowners contact and say, hey, listen, I tried to do this on my own. I know what you told me before. I know I said no, but are you still interested in making an offer? Or if we've made the offer, they said, hey, are you still interested at your same number? If so, we're a go. Where do we sign? Those calls are awesome. So you can see why I'm always so hyped, so juiced, because I have a reason to be vibrant. I have a reason to smile every day because these are kind of the seeds that you sow by providing value and being service orientated and selling on information so that you instill so much in them that if all else fails, who do they come back to or remember in regards to who helped them with no strings attached initially, right? So the first tip is that you want to tell them, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Homeowner, you need to, number one, prepare your home. You need to tell them that they need to make sure that potential home buyers who are checking out their house can really visualize themselves in that space, right? Declutter, depersonalize is what we say here. For example, someone who doesn't like maybe extravagant art like I do, right, and my husband loves, would totally be put off by tons of framed artwork that you have around your living room. Therefore, you would have to make the house as impersonal as possible, 
right? Transfer all of that stuff, all of those personal items, right? Of your children, your pets, your family reunion pictures, right? That you have just hanging around you, maybe you graduating from high school or college, whatever you have that is personal to you, you want to transfer all of those items that you don't regularly have to use on an everyday or even every week basis to a storage unit. Am I telling you to take your baby girl or boy off the wall? I am. Am I telling you to take your little cat or dog, you know, not even just outside of the property when you're showing it, but also take them off of the wall or off of, you know, the dining room table in the living room when you first walk in, it's the first thing you see. Yes, I want you guys to not bury them for good, but I need you to hide them. Let's just face it. It is what it is. Okay. You need to tell them these things so that they can clear out all of those personal items that are even sitting in closets in basements and attics and even in a garage, right? You need to declutter those spaces and depersonalize them. Even better, like, Maybe you can even go so far as to tell them to place these in a portable unit so that it can actually be easier, such as like with pods, right, to transfer them when you're ready to move to your new home. Again, that's pods, P-O-D-S, right, like Sam. If they have them in your state, that's a great resource. They are a little pricey, but hey, it's super convenient. They don't have to lift heavy lifting uh, of fingers. They don't have to hire a bunch of help. They just have that portable storage delivered to their front door. Um, not their front doorstep, but their front yard or whatever space is available in front of the house. They put all of their personal items into it and then pods can even take it to a storage unit for them. How cool is that, right? So you want to tell them to do that. And then don't forget, you also want to tell them to remove any personal memorabilia that will really make it difficult for prospective buyers to imagine themselves, their family, building a life in that home, right? So if you are wholesaling a property, right, this is equally important. You want to make sure you're doing this. You're not showing buyers the property with pictures in it or even worse, I would say, with other people still in it. You want it to be vacant at the time of showing if possible, no sellers in sight and no personal belongings because, hey, in all truth and honesty, some buyers do have biases, buyers with biases, okay? That is a thing, that's real, that's real life. So if they see a picture of, let's say, a cat or dog and they don't like cats or dogs, you don't wanna lose the deal because they think it's a dog in the house and they don't like dogs or had a bad experience with them or with a certain race or, race or ethnicity of people. Racism is also real, right? So you don't want to have to defend those things that are beyond your control. So how do you control them? You minimize what your buyer is seeing at the time of their viewing. Super straightforward, super simple, but you would be surprised how many properties I, my team, my husband have even walked in and it's completely personal. And we're like, what is this? Like, this is great for this type of seller or person, but it's not what we actually had in mind. Okay, so that's number one, prepare the home. Secret tip number two, deep clean the house. Of course, this sounds like your mother telling you to clean your room as a teenager. You roll your eyes, stomp your feet, and kind of walk off mumbling under your breath. But this is not that. As quiet as it's kept as a secret, deep cleaning the house before viewing or showing it to buyers who will be viewing the property actually does matter. 
of course this makes sense, right? Like no one would feel welcome in a dirty home. That's crazy, right? So go ahead and whip out that vacuum cleaner and other cleaning appliances for some deep cleaning before you walk your buyers through. That's what you need to tell your prospective sellers. Hey, I understand, Mr. or Mrs. Smith, you want to do this on your own. More power to you. But remember, before showing your house to any prospective buyers, make sure you deep clean it. Something like that, right? Super simple, super basic, but super impactful. Literally, I've seen it be the difference between a five to up to $10,000 spread in profit margin based upon the cleanliness, the presentation of the property. We're not talking about, you know, Molly made clean here. We're just talking about presentable, even if it's being sold in quote unquote, as is condition. Okay. So again, Pay attention to the little things, the dusting the shelves, the tiles, right? Making sure those are are cleaned without stains. The carpets, making sure those are vacuumed and swept. The kitchen counters, making sure those are wiped down and not having, you know, the milk that little Molly or little Jake spilt on the counter like, I don't know, yesterday or earlier even this morning, maybe even last week. I'm not going to judge you guys, right? As parents, we see and do crazy things sometimes in regards to how lax we are having to be with cleanliness sometimes. I know, you know, the bigger the size of the family, the more strenuous it becomes to have to keep your space clean. But from an energy standpoint, a consciousness standpoint, from just a presentation standpoint, trust me, it actually matters. Just think about that. Five to $10,000 in lost profits because you didn't clean up or you didn't hire the maid to do the deep cleaning because they said they were going to charge you four to 500 bucks and you didn't want to spend that extra cash, even though you stood to make, I don't know, upwards of $5,000. Come on, guys, it's worth it, right? It's literally a no brainer and should be. Now, the living room and kitchens, like those are places in the home where people actually spend the most time. So you definitely want to give that some like extra TLC, right? Give that some extra attention. You also want to remind them to take advantage of both like this natural and artificial light to brighten up their home, right? You want to make sure that they're aware that even if you are an introvert and you want to stay kind of to yourself, by yourself and kind of closed into a cave house type of thing, that's your business when you're by yourself or in the comfort of your own home with your own people. But when you're talking about other people and catering to their general preferences, of course, it's impossible to be a people pleaser to all. However, you can appeal to the masses by using both turning on all of the lights in the house, even if it's daylight, trust me, your utility bill will not suffer. You will not be, you know, broke because you left the lights on for a one hour showing. I I, I think I'm safe to say that no matter what market you're in. Okay. But aside from that, you also, that's what's considered the artificial lighting, right? It's the lights that you have to turn on with a switch. Natural lighting, for those of you who may not know, is obvious is not so obvious but it is indeed the light that comes from outside that means removing if not just lifting blinds opening up curtains so that natural light naturally reflects through the living room the kitchens the bedrooms anywhere that there's a window 
you should think, let there be light. (laughs) Like in all seriousness, that's what should come to your head. And that's what you should convey to sellers who want to sell their property on their own. Okay. Now, most um, prospective buyers will actually see the outside of the home first. So maybe needless to say, but I'm going to say it anyway, don't forget to kind of beautify the outside of the property as well, at least the quote unquote curb appeal, which simply means how well it appeals from the curb to the people passing by in cars, on foot, on bike, it doesn't matter. Make sure that they do not judge the inside and drive right past the viewing and never show up or you never hear from them again because the outside looks just terrible. I have so many stories I can tell you guys about when me and my husband have pulled up on properties that just look like haunted houses, right? No, in all seriousness, like I'm super serious right now. Like we have been to the biggest hoarder houses, I feel like in America at least. Okay. And I'm like, I'm definitely not stepping foot in there. And I am terrified of anything that has legs other than humans. And even some of those do, I'm not going to lie. But all jokes aside and all seriousness, you guys want to make sure that from the outside in, the property is not flawless, but again, presentable, okay? Now, when you're talking about what that means in terms of specifics, don't overthink this, right? I'm not asking you guys to go landscape the front yard. I'm not asking you guys to go put in a pergola in the backyard, right? I'm not asking for any of those things. But if you have like mulch beds, um, you want to refresh them. If you want, if you have hedges in the front, you want to trim those. Make sure they're they're prim and proper, right? Even flowers at the entrance of the home can add a bit of color, right? So even suggest that like, hey, you know, when buyers walk up, it would be nice to have like even flowers just to kind of uh, add to the colorfulness, add to the vibrancy of the property by just adding a simple small touch or detail such as flowers. Nothing is really too much when it comes to prepping the home as buyers, especially, especially first-time home buyers pay attention to literally everything. So you don't want to overdo it, but you don't also want to skimp. If you're selling it to an investor buyer, obviously they have a different set of lens that they're looking at the property through. However, they're still going to look at the property through the lens of a retail buyer if they're any good. If they've been trained well or and or have been doing this long enough, we, I myself included, my team included, have been very diligent about going to properties with two hats on, so to speak. One hat is the buyer hat as the investor, and the other hat is the retail buyer's hat, right? Meaning that we're looking at it through different lens from different perspectives about what would cater to those specific types of buyers when you walk in, even from when you're driving up to the door. It doesn't start when you hit the first step or the front of the door. It actually starts the mile before you actually get to the property. But I digress. Again, back to the flowers at the entrance of the home, that does add the bit of color, the bit of detail that buyers will absolutely pay attention to. Okay, so that again, just to recap, is my secret number two. Secret tip number two is this deep cleaning of the house, beautifying it from outside in, and making sure that you are paying attention to even the smallest details, not to perfect them, but to make them presentable. 
All right, let's get into tip, secret tip number three. That is to price the home right. Now, this is a very sensitive aspect of selling the house fast without a realtor, right? If you go too low, you would be selling at a loss. And if you price the home too high, you would only succeed at chasing away prospective home buyers. So you have to really find that happy medium, so to speak. Like, tell them when you're talking to homeowners or for your own self, don't be afraid to use all of the tools at your disposal to come up with the perfect price, right? A good one is actually the internet, believe it or not. Check out like similar homes in the area that have been sold and compare a good number of them, I would say at least starting with between three to five of them to come up with an average. What does that mean? That means find three to five like type properties comparable to the actual subject property, the main property in question. And when you do that, you add up all of the sold prices on each of those comps. Let's say you used five total comps. After you add up and take the sum of all five comps, then you're gonna divide it by the number of comps you used. In my example verbally right now, I'm using five. So I would take, if there's five comps, they all sold for easy math off the top of my head since I'm no good at mental math for $100,000 a piece. That's $500,000. And then you would simply divide $500,000 by five. You get the point, right? So I also want you guys to like, share, subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. I know that this is a lot. So if it is, pause it, go back, rewind, take notes or listen to it again twice, three times, even if you have to, right? We also have a free ebook that contains more details about this. So check that out as well. The link is going to be in the description below. All righty. So Secret tip number three, again, to recap, is to price the home right. You want to tell yourself and or your prospective sellers that are looking to sell their house fast without a realtor to price the home right. Do their due diligence and make sure that it is a competitive pricing and attractive pricing. Okay, on to the last but definitely not the least, secret tip number four of how to sell the home fast without a realtor is to hold an open house. Now, why would you ever do that? You want to hold an open house or tell your prospective sellers that they want to hold an open house because that is one of the best and fastest way that you can easily get the word out. Instead of standing with a sign and being a sign spinner, standing in the middle of some random street, swinging a sign with a megaphone saying, I'm selling my house or something crazy like that. I always laugh, but hey, those are real people's real lives and real occupations. So I try to hold myself and restrain myself, but I must admit, I would never want to do that job. So more power to them, right? But you also don't want to inherit a new job or tell your sellers to, to do something like that, right? To draw attention. To easily get the word out and very quickly with very little effort actually is holding an open house. Nothing fancy, not talking about a quinceanera or a bachelor party or something big and extreme, right? You don't need to do all of those things. You just need to hold it open to the general public, right? Tell them that. Explore other options, even including putting a for sale sign out and posting it um, uh, about it online, right? On social media, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. 
Instagram, on TikTok if you use it, Snapchat if you if you will, um, you know, and definitely on YouTube would be a great place as well. But the again. You can get those for sale signs either from the Dollar Tree, literally by making your own for a dollar, or if you want to be a little more snazzy, you can order some online. Um, a good re- resource for that, which I have no affiliation to, but want to drop you guys a little golden nugget, is to go to BanditSigns.com and order yourselves some of signs from there, or better yet, use this as a gift for your seller, right? That is something super unpredictable that they would not be expecting you to do. Now, of course, you would have to have a strategic plan of why you would do that because online, usually you're not buying just one sign, um, you know, and getting it delivered, especially having to pay delivery fees. You're better off like making the sign to be in all honesty, if you're only making one. It's cheaper, it's faster, it's more economical, it's more logical as well. But then also you can take a picture of that sign and then post it on all social media. That's another idea, right? Or if you were me, and I would definitely recommend you do both or and or you tell your sellers to do both. Now, with an open house, you can easily actually entice these potential buyers who are really serious about buying your home or their home. Now, sometimes all it does take is a physical meeting to get those super juicy discussions going, so to speak, right? In regards to kind of creating the desire in people. If they see, touch, and feel it, especially women, I'm not going to lie, then it brings on a whole nother emotion evoke something different than maybe if you're more virtual, right? Now, when you are negotiating price or telling your seller when they are negotiating price about the property that they're selling off market um, by owner, be sure to highlight all of the selling points of the property, Okay. Now that doesn't mean just mentioning one or two. That means that if you've made improvements since your time of original purchase, you definitely want to hope that you and or them have been taking some notes in regards to when you made them, meaning at least the year and also what was done. If you have permits or warranties as well, then you, they, the seller meaning, need to keep a copy of that or start to consolidate your records to get copies of all of those things so you have them at your disposal for buyers to be able to review. So all in all, to sell your house fast without a realtor or to help a for sale by owner prospect that you have called or received back some feedback from them off of some advertisement that you put out to generate leads. In any case, whoever is selling a house that wants to sell it fast without a realtor off market, you need to be sure that you understand or they understand how real estate transactions actually work. It would be disastrous if you actually end up breaking some rules or if the seller broke some rules that you guys are not aware of or simply being tricked into putting vague terms in your contracts. It happens more often than not. However, since this does require a lot of time and commitment, you can actually take the easier route with real estate companies such as Imperium Enterprise, which is one of our companies that provides hassle-free transactions and also pays cash for homes, residential as well as multifamily, including commercial 
properties. Now with this, you can get homes sold fast as you want without a realtor. You are able to get financing for your purchases and you also are able to procure tenants for your prospective rentals. Now that's a full service real estate solutions firm that we have as our uh, as one of our companies. However, you are likely either interested right now in, in starting your own real estate investing business, you've already started but had some pretty marginal success, meaning that you're still looking kind of for your big break or maybe your first or next deal. Or you've been in real estate for at least over two years and you're more seasoned and understand kind of more of the nuances of the business, but you're looking to scale at this point. You're really looking to go to the next level. Or you may be a licensed agent already, but not interested in practicing traditional real estate, like buying and selling houses. You're more interested in the investment capacity. However, you wanted the knowledge of the traditional side as well, which is fine, right? To each their own. Whatever your situation may be, just read remember that you want to make sure that you are selling, if nothing else, as far as yourself, your services, you want to be in the business of selling information. Information sells, okay? Give more value, as the theme of this podcast show is today, than the client pays for. If they pay nothing, over-deliver. If they pay something, over-deliver. At the end of the day, it's your reputation, if anything, that you're building, which is branding, and you cannot put a price tag on that. So real quick, before I leave you guys today, I want to recap the four secret tips that I gave you in regards to how to sell houses and properties fast without realtors is tip number one is prepare the home. Secret tip number two is deep clean the house and beautify it from the outside in. Secret tip number three was price the home correctly and to sell. And secret tip number four was hold an open house. I hope you guys got something out of today's episode. Like, share, subscribe to the channel. Go back, re-listen to it, take notes, read over your notes and revisit the podcast again, maybe once a month, just to really make sure that you indoctrinate yourself into the information. You memorize eventually these four quick core tips, relay and convey this information to your perspective for sell by owner clients. You're asking why still, then you obviously have missed the the whole purpose of this episode and you definitely want to go ahead and hit the rewind button and listen again actively listen this time okay so that's all for today you guys until next show i'm gonna go eat my cookies and cream ice cream that i have been dying for okay do not judge me i know it's late at least here where i am but i'm gonna go ahead mind my business start my what i call my second shift my night shift work on the business instead of in the business and i hope that you guys are doing the same stay happy healthy safe and well be great And I will see you guys on the next episode.